everybody. Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. We're your hosts, Will and Steve. Hello. Once more, the chapter begins. I like that. Ah. I don't think we did the chapter introduction for the last chapter, but you know what? That was Who's on you, bud. Count? Who's keeping My count anyways? Clean. I'll go back and I'll, re- I'll re-edit that. But this one, we got... We got so many juicy things to talk about. We got so many juicy things. We got well, Edric Juice. Ugh. Okay. That's yeah, <laughs> orange and it's all, all gooey. We're getting into chapter five of Dune. Chapter five. I did my own little uh, play on the introduction there for those keen-eared listeners. But now, no further ado for the proper introduction. Once more... <laughs> The drama begins. The Emperor Paul Muad'Dib on his ascension to the Lion Throne. That you know what? When you snuck that in earlier, I didn't catch it, but you caught. But I caught it now. Now that you've, now that you've I know you didn't it catch out. it because I was yeah, talking smart- to our keen-eared listeners, of which you're, you are not a member. You are smarter than me. Well, not better looking it, though. But it's recorded. It's on the air. All right, chapter five. And you know what the big thing about this chapter is? You know what the big thing is here, Steve? You know what this fucking well, mean potatoes? I, I mean, I would say, aside the, the orange gas, the orange goo is, is interesting to me. I love it. I, I'm, it's time. probably hate. Hate! Our Duncan Idaho Gola. The Gola Duncan Idaho. He's back. Duncan Idaho is back, baby. Guess who's back? Back again. It's Duncan, and he is half dead. I can't wait to get into Duncan Idaho stuff because so much is different. So much is the same. If we ever get this stuff in the movies, this is going to be we're 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 reaching peak. This is the point. If we, you know what? If we get to a point where like Gola Duncans are running around in cinema, it's going to be. I I don't know. That's don't peak know. civilization. Uh, we're in that situation. We're gonna need to men. You're gonna need to lock up your daughters, lock up your wives, you lock up yourselves. Don't go your outside. Sons, everything because <laughs> those one thing that the Duncan Idaho Golas do seem to retain because there's lots of parts that are gone from from Duncan. But mm-hmm. what is still there is rock hard sex appeal. Oh boy. And it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. When you're just <laughs> duplicating that over and over again for thousands of years, generations <laughs> after generations of sexy, yeah, sexy Duncan. And I can't wait for more of that. Really. Oh man! Right out, okay, right off the bat in this chapter, I do need to address it. It appears the area they're in is some sort of bayou situation. The throne like, room. Uh, <laughs> it, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it does say that. Yeah, that the throne room is very because it's Edric's because it's the Guildmaster throne room, right? It's it, no, it's the uh, it's Paul's throne room. It's uh, it's on Arrakis. So the scene takes place on Arrakis when the Highliner came down, and uh, this is where Edric and the rest of the Spacing Guild are coming here to establish the embassy that Paul was talking about in the meeting chapter right before listen, this one. Listen to this, buddy. All right, the sharply silver light of noon poured through. Clear, clear story. Let's. Let's uh, ignore that. Windows onto a floor worked in green, blue, and eggshell tiles to simulate a bayou with oh, water plants. I see and what you here mean. and there a splash of exotic color to indicate bird 
or animal. So it is, it is, it is. It's not an actual bayou. Okay. But they're trying all to right. simulate it. All right, all right. Probably thought... watching too many seasons of Swamp People. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. I get it. So essentially, it seems like Paul has decked out this this throne room to represent more of a Atreides sentimentality. Yeah, it seems like it. Or maybe, or maybe this is something because I remember looking at the architecture in Dune, like I was like, like you do, you know, you pause and you look at the buildings, and you look at the walls, like and, Dune. and in Paul's bedroom, uh, where he's sitting down, and he's like watching TV, where he's watching like the 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 mouse in the in the hologram right before the hunter seeker shows up. On the wall yeah. behind him is Drink this mural it. of fish and shit, like fish <laughs> and like and like swamp <laughs> stuff. Like there, well, I think there's a turtle see, in there. We see, we get a little fish act. There's a little fish action going on. He's wearing a crown, crown of fish, fish. I, a crown of fish. I, I'm glad that you pick up the, picked up on that because I put a note it down on that, knowing that I you fish crown, you would pick up on fish crown. I knew that was going to be a big deal. So it was, it is. Arrakis. I want to know more about it. Still, a desert planet loves its fish, and and Paul has taken up this mantle of fish man. Where are they getting these fish? These sandfish? I don't think they're getting any fish. I think this is just they want fish. So they're, you know, it's like a mood board, but in a palace. Yeah, it's like after you have a couple couple beers. You know what would go good? Some fish. Yeah. A little bit. Hey, fish and chips and some chips. There you go. Now you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. We're having a conversation. This is a podcast. We have to. Otherwise, (laughs) what else are we doing? Otherwise, you have to use your own mind. You just listen to silence. No. For your own podcast. Let's make do that. Make your own for, podcast. Let's do that for 10 seconds. Audience, make your own podcast. Oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Listen to this one. We can't lose them. I, I, I already got bored. Okay. So, like I said, the Spacing Guild is coming down to establish their embassy on Arrakis. Paul has allowed them to do so. And the Spacing Guild, like we said earlier, comes bearing a gift. That's our old friend Duncan Idaho in the form of a Gola. But something is not quite right about Duncan Idaho as a Gola. His name has changed. We know that. His name is Hate, mm-hmm, H-A-Y-T. Mm-hmm. And I think he even spells it out for us. In and the, he uh, is dressed in, he does spell it out just so we know. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you got if your name's Hate, you got to specify, right? Absolutely. It's like when it's, uh, it's like if your name is Kristen with a Y. You got to let people know. Yeah. It's different. Mine's now, Will with a Y, but I've always spelt it with an I just to avoid the conversation. Dick. Dick. <laughs> it's important to point out that Duncan Idaho, uh, hate, I should, excuse me, hate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dressed in an orange robe, yeah. which uh, very stand, stands out because we get a lot of robe description here. We've got, we've got a lot of uh, sort of attendants in gray robes. We have Stilgar in a white robe. Well, he's a uh, yellow rope belt. He's a, he's the assistant now. I think the assistants wear white white robes. And so now d- hates orange robe. I like to picture more of like a Dragon Ball Z type gi, karate gi. Oh, I, I like it's that. More, yeah, it's more more fitting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, we should be go moving more closer to the gi thing when it comes to the spacing guild. Maybe the Telaxu. And. Yes, and on that note, while this is all happening, while hate is sort of being presented as a gift, we do have, like, remember, like, at, at the beginning here, like, Edric, the fish man, the guild master, is that what he is? 
guild yeah. navigator. He's a guild He's steersman. Soaking in like a tube of orange goo. Orange gas. Yep. Goo? Gas goo? It's orange. Spice. Spice goo. It's spice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Melange. Yeah. He's getting juiced up. I mean, that's the way they roll, man. Like, remember that first scene in uh, David Lynch's Dune where the Spacing Guild shows up, talks to the Emperor, and we see that big fucking testicle talking to the dude? That scene is wild. That's supposed to be Edric. I think think they even name him in that scene. It's supposed to be Edric. Really? Edric's in that? I think that's Edric. But I could be wrong. Somebody can correct me on that. But I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be Edric. Because Edric is the only steersman I think we have seen so far in our Dune series as we as as we have covered it at this point. I'll have to go back and check the tape on that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I can't be too sure. But the point is, is that the Spacing Guild is giving Duncan go, uh, hate, uh, hate to Paul as a gift. Paul kind of sees through this gift, though. He knows that there's other machinations and other plots within plots going coming with this gift, but he can't see it. All right. He can't. Mm-hmm. see the future because of edric and the fact that edric is also a very spiced up being he has a little bit of prescience in him he's got maximum spice right now he's juiced up to do a max <laughs> you got it you got it man he's so spiced up that it blocks paul's prescience in a way so he can't see what purpose duncan idaho or hate i'm gonna keep fucking that up it's hate Get it uh, right. he can't see hate's purpose right now even though Hate says it right to Duncan. Uh, says it right to Paul. He's like, "I'm here to destroy you." How? I don't know. He's like, "They intend for me to destroy you." Exactly. But puts it out on the table. Yeah, but that's because like, hey, he's a he's 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 a robot. Basically, he can't lie to his new master because he's meant at right. Yeah, he's well. He come back. He's he's now shown up with new Mentat abilities, and they refer to him a couple of times as a Zen Sunni Mentat. We know what Zen Sunni. We know what uh, Mentats are, but do we know what the Zen Sunni are? Do you want to do a little bit of a lore dive? Because I got I, do, I got the I notes. don't know I don't know fucking anything about Zen Sunni, man. I don't know what that means. All right, here we go. <clears throat> So, the religion of Dune spread is amalgamation of Christianity, Islam, and Buddhism. And specifically when it comes to the Zen Sunnis, uh, I think the Zen Sunnis were the majority religion that were on Arrakis at the time. The Zen Sunnis are a combination of Sunni Islam and Zed Buddhism. How the history of this came to be, it's not really kind of explored, but it just was a natural progression over millennia of history. Apparently, the first real prophet of this religion was a guy named Maomet. Who was known Mahomet. as the as the third Muhammad? So he's kind of like the first, like real kind of figurehead of this religion. Who were the first two, uh, Johnny and Larry, Bob well, and Doug. I assume Muhammad was the first. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. Uh, the religion was developed when humans started exploring space freely, which ultimately challenged their perception of God and religion. Uh, this was further developed depending on the branch uh, which certain people fell into. And the, re- and the religion even f- developed even further when uh, machines started coming into play. So when people started to relying on more and more machines, religion started developing a way to start 
telling people to not rely on machines, which ignited the Butlerian Jihad and the machine wars. The Butlerian Jihad. Yeah. Of course. So a lot of these religions uh, ended up coming up with a, a doctrine, a Bible, some might say an orange Catholic Bible. And that oh. was kind of like the thing that really led into the Butlerian Jihad. So the the religion in and of itself, I don't think it, there's a lot of like details to look into. But what we should know is that it's against it's against machines and it's against uh, even. I don't, know. Uh, I don't know what else is against. It's just against machines. And that's really what the Orange Bible is all about. Orange Catholic Bible. Yeah, the whole purpose of that thing is is to enforce all these laws of why machines can't be used and we exactly. have hand-to-hand combat. Exactly. So that's why we are where we're at right now. So why is he a Zensuni uh Zensuni? I'm not exactly sure why they make him that. I think it's supposed well, to kind of I think it's detail. because of the way that he is. I think it's supposed to like Deta- it's I think it's about draw a connection between him and the people of Arrakis, because I think the people on Arrakis are Zensunis. I think that's their majority of their okay. religion on on Arrakis right now, and people. I think the uh, the people on Arrakis. Thing? I think it's a Fremen thing. Yeah, right. I could be wrong. It could be a Zen Shiite. There's another uh, sect. That, yeah, it sure could be. It's, <laughs> yeah. So there's what a lot. What are these words? These are real words, man. They're in the. And you know what's actually helped me here? Product product pimp everybody. Dune oh. Adventures in the Imperium. Yes, RPG now, book. This is the RPG book, a la Dungeons and Dragons, the Dune version, which we have been constructing a campaign on our Patreon weekly on the on our weekend episodes. Um, you can check that out on chapter on Patreon.com/slash Chapter by Chapter. And uh, oh boy, we're really getting into we're really onto something that we cannot spoil here. <laughs> it does involve breaches. Oh man, and does pizza. it ever? Oh, it, I, I, I cracked, I cracked, I cracked a code here. I didn't know I could do it, but I did. He's a hacker. But, You're hacking. But, like that girl mm, in Jurassic Park. Mm, I'll never let so that tasty. go. It's fucking ridiculous that she was the one that saved the day. Yep. Isn't it? All right. Good plug. I like that plug. Let's get back to our scene here. So Space and Guild shows up. They get the hand hate over. Hate's like, I'm supposed to destroy you. Paul's like, that's cool, man. Stilgar's like this guy's supposed me, to dude. It's like Stilgar. full Timothy Chalamet. He's like, he's like base, bro. He's yeah, like, bruh. <laughs> he's like IRL, and they're fucking vibing. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason Momoa is all about that. Jason Momoa in this scene is acting his ass off. Oscars, Oscars being thrown at him. Let's give them all to him. I think I I will see the day. That Jason Momoa gets an gets an Oscar, and it will be will be for Aquaman or Duncan, one or the other. I am looking forward for Aquaman. My money's too. on Duncan, but we'll see. Oh, I don't know. I, are they making I think a second Aquaman? They are. Woo! And well, I, Oscar look, bait everyone. I'm one of the three people on this planet on this planet Earth that thought the first one was fantastic. Yeah, but that's not accounting for underwater aquatic life. There's a lot on the earth, but anything that's in the water, mm. you know, on the earth, that doesn't count there. And to them, it's a documentary it way better. The box office was way different. That's so, why they're making number two. I don't know. 
I don't know. It, it's, it is entirely underwater sails. Yeah. They had to cut out all the land scene land scenes though. Anytime <laughs> yeah, the scenes on, <laughs> yeah. Anytime the scenes are on land, they had to cut them out. Like they, because <laughs> so they can yeah. it, angle it towards the fish market a little bit better. All right. I, IGN gave it a 7.8. Too much water. Too much water. Okay. Another thing that happens here is that Paul also discovers through some miraculous circumstances i'm 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 guessing through prescience that gaius helamahayim is on the highlander with edric oh and that is a sticky wicket because that's she's that's never a, up to anything good in any means she's always walking around slithering like exactly a snake exactly a pain box that's what he said putting all sorts of things in it yeah get that stuff hey. out of that hey i see that Not box. my hand uh-uh not today and he's like, get her out of that Highlander. I'm going to question her. So <laughs> so he says that to Edric. And Edric's like, I think Edric tries to play it off. Like, oh, we didn't know. And he's like, well, we'll see about that. And like Paul obviously, Paul obviously sees some plots here, but he can't see very far. But I don't think he's trusting anyone. He's got his all, he's, he's got eyes, all eyes on everyone. All eyes Tupac. on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Tupac Muadib. Uh, I want to talk about Aaliyah here because throughout this entire uh, scene, the scene is basically there. from from Aaliyah's point of view, and Aaliyah is like watching this whole thing play out from like a scaffolding above the throne room, kind of like Spider Man, watching through a little, crawler. watching through like a little hole in the wall, you know, paying attention to the whole thing, and the thing that she sees here, like we said earlier, is that. Tasty, tasty hate. <laughs> yeah. It's really not going to places that are enjoyable, it looks like. Nope, it is not. It does appear that Aaliyah now has her eyes on hate. The Duncan oh, yeah. Idaho Gola. Yep, yep. And Aaliyah is, what, 10 years old now? Well, she's 12 years past. I think she's, she's already 15 or 16 now. Okay, you know, it's not good. No, it's not real good, but at least could have been worse. That's all I'm saying. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I've read I've read this book before. I read a couple <laughs> chapters ahead. Yeah. We'll see where this goes because I can see you, you becoming a getting. very very angry, uncomfortable man in the next little hey. bit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think let's let's end it right there. Let's end it right there. She sees hate. She notices she notices his maleness, as Edric now, has put it. Also, also at the end, so Paul asks Duncan, or Hate, sorry, if he has prescience, which to which he says no. But then it is hinted, sort of alluded that maybe he does. I think it's not, I think it's like a mentat thing. It's not really prescience in a way. It's still like a spice. Just good at math. Really good at math. Really, yeah. You know, chaos theory. Yeah, exactly. Splinter Cell. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Chapter by Chapter, Dune Messiah. You can email us at chapterbychapterpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what we got wrong, what we got right, anything you'd like us to throw in and talk about. Come hang out. If you really want to hang out with us, you can come check us out on patreon.com slash chapterbychapter. And uh, for as little as $1, you can subscribe and... You can become a member of the cheesy elite 
which means you'll get a little bonus podcast. And it's good. Oh, yeah. We do it once a week. So tasty. Follow us on Twitter at Chap by Chap and Instagram at Chapter by Chapter. And Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. And we will see you back here tomorrow for Chapter 6 of Dune Messiah. So many thank yous. For the last few weeks, I know it seems like it's been recorded all in separate days because that's the power of editing magic, but all of these thank yous have been recorded in one session. For the last few weeks. Am I tired? You bet your ass. But are you guys tired? Probably. But you know who isn't tired? Big Cheese Daddy. And everything he does to support this show... He's part of our Gouda Grandmaster tier on Patreon. If you want to be like him, head on to our Patreon account, sign on up, listen to our Patreon podcast, and support your cheese boys. 